Welcome everyone to the Coaching Space podcast with me, Justin Bodel, where I look at the people side of performance. Today, my guest is a young Lions rugby player, Sasko Ndlovu. I had the privilege of working with Sasko over a two-year period when he was part of the North of First rugby team, where he made a mark for himself on the rugby fields. He played A-team rugby in every age group at the school. Um, he made the KZN under-17 sevens team in 2018. He made the KZN Craven Week team in 2019 and made SA schools in that year as well. While he obviously made a name for himself on the rugby field, he really showed himself to be a, a humble and a true servant leader. He captained every rugby team that he was part of at the school. He was selected to be the KZN Craven Week captain in 2019. And he was the head prefect of the boarding establishment and one of the deputy head prefects of the school. So I chatted to him about leadership. It was fantastic to talk to him to get his views on what he saw leadership to be and what his experience was in, in leading both at school um, and on the sports field. We chatted a little bit about how he managed to, to lead that KZN Craven Week team in 2019, where he had such a diverse group of boys all coming together. We understood a little bit more around his, his view of purpose and how that played a role in his leadership style. And ultimately, to understand what he saw good leadership to be. Sasko, in his humble way, um, I think really articulated some, some very powerful messages and it was, it was wonderful to talk to such a humble, hardworking young leader. I hope that you enjoy. Well, good morning, Sasko. How are you doing? I'm very well, thanks. And you, Mr. Bordel, thank you so much for having me. It's Sunday morning, I'm happy, man. <laughs> good no it's an absolute pleasure thank you so much for for taking some time out to chat i know that you are a busy man at the moment so i really i, I really appreciate the time no it's an absolute pleasure cool so listen today as you know we're talking leadership and so mm -hmm. i suppose an obvious first question to to start with is very simply what is what is your understanding of leadership and the role of a leader so, uh, firstly, I just need to put it out there. I, I, I don't know any other way to lead, but by example, if, if your actions inspire other people to learn more, to do more, and just to become more, you should really consider yourself a leader. Wow. I personally believe a leader should be someone who is very humble because humility is a great quality of leadership which derives respect and not just fear or hatred. So, in my understanding, uh, leadership is more of a, of a doing thing than it is of a saying thing. And, because people always look at what you do as a leader. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I think you're so right. That, that, that idea of of leaders having to sort of model the behavior that you want from others. Yeah, 100%. So I also, you know, just having watched you um, at school and obviously on on the rugby field as well, I I had the sense, and you can tell me if if this is right or not, that a lot of your leadership was was also shaped by a sense of purpose. Um, you know, I think of, I can see your tracksuits up there. So, you know, your, your faith um, as well as your family. Um, is, that, is that accurate? How, how did that sort of shape and influence your, your leadership? Yeah, 100%. I think, I think family, family that comes first. Uh, I think my family has definitely played a huge role in the bit of leadership schools that I portray at any given event. And, I come from an upbringing that has taught me Ubuntu and there's a Zulu saying that goes Ubuntu, 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 Ubuntu. 
you are a person through other people. And one will also say, I, love that. I am who I am, who we are. I love that. Just that, just that sense yeah. of being connected with other people, right? Just a sense of, of needing others and also kind of living through needing others. others. Yeah. I love that. And I mean, do, do you have, uh, are there some examples where you, you, you sort of showed that in, 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 in how you led, like how easy was it to kind of bring that into your, your leadership style at school or, or on the sporting field? I think it was, it was quite easy for me. So it was my natural, I didn't have to force and try anything. It was just the, the way I, I, I was groomed up. So it was very easy. And I, I think I remember two years back when I was at Northwood, I received the first ever honors base for serving leadership. So that could just tell you that uh, I'd consider myself like a natural born leader. And, and I think that's the talent God has blessed me with. Lovely. Absolutely love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's absolutely right. It was so amazing to watch you get that award. And I think it was so mm-hmm. great of the school to now have an award like that, that recognized people, not just for their achievements, but actually how they went about conducting themselves and achieving those things. Yeah. And yeah, I definitely would say that you were someone who, uh, who, who deserved that um so let's let's shift to on the field um you you're a fairly soft-spoken person off the field but on the fields i had the privilege of watching you play for two years and i think it's safe to say that you were you were an absolute warrior you had a real a real like ferocity in how you played you you know i i have a i have a mental image of you every time you got the ball it was just this determination to put your team on the front foot. You know, it forward. was going. Yeah. <laughs> when you had one gear, it was just to move forward. That's it. <laughs> you know, like gear, just through players, over players. I just have like defenders trailing in your wake. And you brought the same to, to your defense, you know. Um, but it was just almost this, this refusal to go down, this fighting for every inch. Um, and you brought that consistently. But... I noticed even between 2018 and 2019, when you became captain, it felt like you were able to even kind of level up and kind of increase that yeah. intensity. M- my question is, how, how intentional was that from a leadership point of view? When you became captain in 2019, how, how intentional was your performance on the field in terms of your role now as a leader? I, uh, I think, firstly, just to answer your question, I'd say, to have been captain of Northwood was actually a dream come true for me. I think yeah. looking at the ranks of being captain by the, the great man, the great, so I, just, I just saw how he led the team and it was something I was always looking forward to. And one of my deepest fears when I, I got to captain the Northwood side in, in the year 2019 was just to be another captain. I think I wanted to make a huge impact. The name Saskatchewan Robin, the number seven jersey should have stood for something. And I think just for the younger grades that, that looked up to me, I just wanted to be that player that sort of brings on energy every single time I step on the field. And, and just one of my biggest motivation was obviously the great age that looked up to me and like every Monday morning they'd come up to me and just congratulate me of how I played during, during the weekend. And I just, I, I guess I just wanted to be consistent and sort of bring energy that inspires my teammates around me. Absolutely. Yeah. I and mean, you, you, you certainly did that. And I know, I remember you sort of saying by your own admission that you, you didn't enjoy the talking part as 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 much. Yeah. So so did, did that did this also become a way for you to kind of do your talking almost on the field? You know, the way that you played was was really leading by action as well. Yep, definitely. I think was, we had a first team. It was a, it was a conditioning coach, Mr. Vickers. He, he had a, his favorite words. He loved to say, 
talk his chip, money buys the whiskey. So long story short, he he loved, he spoke about actions and actions being what people see. And and and, I, and as I said, people always look at, at what you do more than what you say. 100%, 100%. Yeah, I listen, I mean, I can say, I think you, you definitely set that example. Like you said, when whether the game was going in our favor or not, times were tough. That, that ability to put in the same effort and the consistency. Yeah. And, and when someone's watching your captain play like that game in and game out, yeah. it definitely inspires yeah. others to follow. So yeah. you're so right. So and just so sorry, just, just oh. speaking about inspire, I think also just one of my biggest motivation was that on the field, I just, I just had to be that one player that sort of, I don't want to say shine, but make sure that I'm, I'm at my best. Because obviously like I've always been motivated that the lack of your work ethic is a disgrace to those who believe in you. So going back to like school and just hearing the grade eight, sort of speaking well about you and performance, sort of just motivates you, just keep getting better and better. Absolutely. Sure. Can, I, can yep. you just say that again? Uh, it was such a powerful thing. You said a lack of effort is a disgrace to those who believe in you. Is that what you said? Believe in you. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's one of my, sure. used to look, it still is one of my, body. I think I, I wrote it down in, in my room back at, back at North is that, the lack of, of your work ethic is a disgrace to those who believe in you. So whenever you feel like you, you, you want to you wanna give up or you want to quit, always think about the people that believe in you. Like how would they, how would they think of you now that like you giving up? And I think I was there to sort of give them a sense of hope. Absolutely. That makes sense. Absolutely. Yep. Sure. I love that. Very powerful. So speaking of 2019, you obviously captained the, the, the Northwood team, um, arguably the most successful season in the in the school's history some pretty historic wins um you get selected for the the kzn craven week team and then yep. you get given the honor of actually captaining the kzn craven yep. week team maybe just yep. firstly just just tell me a little bit about what what that felt like when when you were actually announced as captain so that was i was actually quite shocked uh, i think i have to admit that i actually cried that day but no one actually knows about it but <laughs> it was that's awesome i, I think yeah, like for me, like someone like I, I was not in the system, but to, to have actually made the Premier League side was actually a true blessing and an honor. And, and even more further to have kept on the side, I think that was actually a learning curve for me in my, in my leadership schools. Cause, because I, I remember a few months down the line when I, I also got selected to make the SS school side, I actually yeah. got the privilege to be part of the leadership group at SS schools, which consisted of, I think, seven players. So I was also part of the leadership group at SS schools. So wow. I think Captain Craven League was actually something really really good experience absolutely and and so i mean i can imagine you know that obviously it's it's this huge honor you get given this 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 role how difficult was it though to try and have to captain you know you've now got players boys from six different schools in, in kzn that that year they were players you know from six different schools you get brought together how difficult is it to try and lead such a diverse group of players in such a short space of time because you're also not together very long what 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 were some of the challenges that you faced in in, in that leadership role so i think there were some challenges that i had to face to a certain extent so i think uh leading a provincial side wasn't actually challenging at all so for me i think it was just all about recognizing what i am good at as a leader and just also recognizing the leaders around my team obviously representing their different schools and i remember there were times where i didn't know what to say and I knew that there were guys around me who knew so much better than I, than I did. So I think also just sharing that kind of leadership and just making sure that you bring out the most of the guys around you. And I'll say the most challenging part was obviously to try to learn my teammates on a personal level because obviously we'd come from different schools and 
different yeah. backgrounds. So I think in that very short period of time, I had to try learn everyone on, on the same level as to, as to like how I knew my own multi players. So I think it was really difficult to, to try learn them. And like a, a good example, like I had to try to learn what makes them tick. If, if they're down, how do you pick them up? Yeah. If somebody makes a mistake, how do you confront them as the leader of the team? Do I go softer or do I go more confrontational? And I think those are the kind of things that really helped me a lot in the team environment. Absolutely. And, and how, I mean, how, how did you, how did you go about trying to do that? The, the, I mean, you, it's so right that that idea of building those relationships in order to lead effectively, you need to know your people. How, how did you try and go about building those connections and those, and those relationships in, in such a short space of time? I, I think I consider myself as a very social person. So I was, I think I always try, try to make time out of my own time, just to sit down and sort of, get to know players and just ask them personal questions. And I, I think I was quite friendly. I am friendly, so it was yeah. very easy for me to just sit around and start a conversation and just start slowly getting deep, but obviously not, not skipping the boundaries, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it just it was very easy for me. Plus, I think we had a lot of Northwood guys in that year in, in, in the Craven League side. So yeah. it's guys that I, I already knew and guys that I was friends with off the field. Absolutely. So it helped. I mean, I yeah. love what you said there, Saskia. You touched on two really really important things and two really critical things and the first thing like you said is about building good relationships and i think that's so important and i'm so glad that that you raised that you know whether you together with a team for you know five days or, or five months or five years the the, the basis is, is knowing those people know it like you said yeah. knowing what makes them tick i think i think every good yeah. leader should understand that um but also yeah. what you were saying is like drawing on the collective intelligence like you said you've got some of the top yes. players in the province, in the country, oh, in your team, yep. you don't yep. also have to have all the answers all the time. You've got good people who you yep. can draw on good and ask. Yep. Yep. And then just players who are, who are not even part of the leadership group who are just good people on the field, just, who just make my job much easier as captain, who just flow with whatever I say and whatever that needs to be done. That's awesome. Absolutely amazing. Yep. Um, so final two questions. And, and these, these are two questions I'd, I've, I've asked a previous uh, guest as well. Um, and, and the first one is what is the best piece of leadership advice or, or wisdom that you've gained in your career to date? So it might be something that you've read or something that you've watched or something that you've learned, or it might've come through a, a, a mistake that you've made and something that you've learned from what, what would you say that sort of best piece of leadership advice or wisdom is in your career to date? I, I think I've, I've definitely learned. I remember my, my granny used to tell me that as a person, you never stop learning, no matter how far you've gone in life. And I think I've learned that leadership is not a position or, or a title. It's, it's all about, about service. It's, it's about being an example and just it, it's your actions. And it, it's about serving. You should never think of yourself as superior in comparison to other people. Yes, you've been granted authority to enforce rules and do whatever it is that needs to be done accordingly. But... With that being said, be a leader and, and not be a boss. And I think people need to learn how to differentiate between the two, between being a leader and being a boss. And I think a very good example would be a boss who will say to you, go, and the leader will say to you, let's go. That yes. makes sense. I love that. Yeah. Sort of follow me, come, come with me. So is, follow that, me, yep. is that sort of, uh, is that something that's really resonated with you? Where, where, where Was there a specific moment that you feel like you learned that or was it just something that has come through experience? It was, a, I think, something that has come through experience and something I've, I've learned 
along the line because I remember I think SS schools also got also got captained by, by a fellow friend of mine who was Jacques Chris and I think he, he showed that it's it's not about being it's not about it's not about title or about 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 uh, position it's it's just about serving you should always serve people absolutely I absolutely uh, yeah I, I love that and, and it's and it's so true what you say um and people often think that now that they're in a leadership role, now now yeah. they need to almost act differently. They now need to be in charge, and they now yeah. need to command yeah. the troops. Yeah. And and actually, yeah. it's almost more about service than anything else. Yep, serving so, people. Yep, hundred percent. Absolutely, I, I love that. All right. Yeah. So so final question, Sassy. Um, what advice would you give? Um, and may, maybe it's what you've just said, but maybe there's something else. What what advice would you give to um, to a leader out there who wants to understand a little bit more around what leadership is or how to go about leading a team effectively? So I think, I think there, what advice I'll give is that firstly, just with leadership comes a lot of pressure. Comes a lot of pressure. So, so I think I'll, I'll tell that, that young leader that you should never be, be afraid to do the right thing and just to be proud of the values that you, you carry with you. And just each day you get the opportunity to lead a team just dare yourself to be the best leader one could possibly think of. And just most importantly, just walk the talk and, and your team will follow you. Absolutely. Wow. Sure. Mm. I think that is the perfect note to, to end it on. That, yep. that was incredibly powerful, Sasko. Um, yeah. And well, well, yeah, what, what, a, what an amazing piece of advice. Um, listen, from my side, I just want to say thank you so much for your time. You have articulated so clearly some of the I think some of the golden rules of, of what makes good leadership. And it's so great yep. to talk to someone who, yeah, who's just very honest and, and authentic and who really kind of lives the talk as well. So um, yeah, th thank you so much for sharing with me this morning. Thank you so much for having me. No, it's a pleasure, man. Listen, all the best uh, with, with the rest of, of, of the season and all the work ahead. I know you, you, you studying and you playing and you've got all the training and everything. Challenging, challenging. Yep. To be able to balance it, although it's challenging, but there's no other way. Absolutely. To to 100%. Absolutely. Sasko, listen, thank you so much again. And we'll, we'll chat soon. Cheers, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. Keep well, eh? Cheers. Thank you. Peace.